0: Chuck Dagger,
1: Dagger Chuck, Dagger Chuck.
0: Sorry, Dagger Chuck. To keep that in there. Hey guys, welcome back to Freecast. Freecast is brought to you by the Free Press Media. And is recorded at the KMSU studios on the campus of Minnesota State University, Mankato. Today on the show, we've got three guests, um, all three uh, avid skateboarders. We've got Scott Rodriguez, we have Jordy Lovingood, and John Armendares. And this episode of Freepcast is sort of in conjunction with the reporting project I have done for the Free Press. It ran in uh, the Sunday issue of the Free Press, um, sort of an oral history style project we've done that kind of delves into um, the history of skateboarding in Mankato with special attention paid to the ordinance that is still on the books today um, that outlaws bans prohibits skateboarding in what is called the Central Business District which is kind of downtown um, kind of the whole bar area um, downtown there um, yeah to this day you cannot lawfully ride your skateboard Not that you're gonna get pulled over or arrested probably but um, in theory, you're not supposed to. And that's uh, they, they kind of get into that ordinance and how that impacted their lives and their skating. And um, it was a really good conversation. They, they, um, I learned quite a bit about the scene, the sport, and everything else. So um, here we go. Here's the skateboarders. Okay, so we're here with uh, Dagger Chuck,
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And Jordy good. What's up? Thanks for coming, you guys. Now, thank um, you for yeah.
1: uh, look, looking forward to this. It should be a good time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're going to do a deep dive here on skateboard skateboard culture um, for the, uh, the Free Press's oral history project on skateboard culture. So um, nobody wants to hear from me on this, so I'm just going to hand it over to you guys. Tell me, just tell me everything about what it was like back then. Um, I I think people, if you've lived here, you probably know that there was a pretty vibrant skateboard culture happening here in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, I
1: I think myself, I started probably 1974. Uh, The neighborhood kids had skateboards with the metal wheels and the clay wheels their parents had in the garage. And so we rode around in those. And then it was 1973, there was a guy named Frank Nazworthy and he created the urethane wheel. So it's was probably with 75, 76. Those boards came to town with the urethane wheels, and I got that, and uh, from there on it was just hooked. That's what it was, uh, just skate, 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 skate. I lived across from Kennedy Elementary School, and I'd ride around the uh, playground all day and all night. So,
0: so what, what was with the wheels? Were they just really uh, a smoother ride? Or? Yeah, the,
1: the metal wheels, obviously try riding I <laughs> had some metal wheels right clay uh, wheels. the clay wheels would yeah. just slide out and uh, it was very uh, not maneuverable at all so then your thing came around and then all of a sudden you could go fast and you could turn and you wouldn't slide out and they had some grip to them so yeah.
0: What about you Jordy? What's your, what, what's your origin story when it comes to skateboarding?
2: Uh, s- started when I was about 10 and that was about 87 um, kind of had just a little banana board in a friend's garage and kind of picked that up after, you know, riding BMX. And um, what really kind of sparked it was um, this old movie, uh, Thrashing. That's, Which, that's the name, Dagger Chuck. Yeah, that's they're the daggers. Yeah, the daggers were, and and that's what really kind of spawned me because I saw that movie, and there was a there's a scene on the movie where all the daggers, like the punk rock guys, the gnarly guys, were coming up over the hill, and they were jean jackets, leather dreads, just you know, and they're cruising as a gang, and I just immediately was like, that's what I want, and. Um, begged and pleaded my mom got like some cheap generic $25 you know little knockoff Kmart board and um took the wheels off of that banana board because they were really good like dagger like like Chuck said it was you know you could grip and then it was just I watched that video started learning acid drops and then got into the punk rock scene and it was I was gone when you say
0: uh, just to be clear, when you say acid drops, you're talking about a trick. Yeah. A trick, a trick. Yeah. right,
2: right. Okay.
1: That's that's like jumping off <laughs> yeah of a, a, a like, ledge.
2: You kinda jump off a ledge and then you throw the board
0: underneath you. Uh-huh. and then just trying to keep in mind the audience might not know what, what that means. But, um,
1: acid dropping might be synonymous with the skateboarding community too sometimes, but yeah.
2: uh, maybe, not in uh, this particular it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in this
0: okay. So what was it about that film that kind of
2: it was just, a lot of it was just the, just the freedom of it. You know, I didn't have to, I mean, everyone will say this, but it's pretty much synonymous with, I didn't have to get a team. I could go out when I want by myself with friends. I could do my tricks, my way, how I wanted my style. And, you know, and then you just kind of build up with your friends. You try a trick and they kind of, you know, do a little variation of it. But it was just that in the, I was a super aggressive, hyper kid, and that, with all the, you know, the punk rock and the aggression of that, that just sold me. It was just like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: Did you, you have know. a similar um, experience in terms of what he's talking about <laughs> with? Um, yeah. Not, not not having to have a team to do this.
1: I, I was actually I was, I was an avid sports player. I was on, played soccer, tennis, yeah. wrestling, and, and and I did that. And that was kind of the thing you're fulfilling, like, your dad's dreams. You know, it's like, I didn't want to sign up for wrestling at the beginning or the end of fall or whatever. But then you're going to let down your mom and dad. You know, I'd rather, I want to play in bands. I want to go skate. You know, I don't want to listen to coaches. I don't want to be that person. But then you do what you have to do. And, yeah, it was just, it was get out with your friends and then uh everybody's making noise you uh just the freedom of it all making up your own tricks and just the freedom you know and just flying around and and that feeling of just recklessness you know you can get hurt at any second and just going for it you know it's uh
0: so tell me um in terms of like cultural acceptance. Where where was skateboarding back when you guys got going in this? When um, I
1: first got into it in the 70s it was uh it was like the yo-yo that that gets said yep, a ton yep. of times too. It's just another fad. It's a craze. Um you're going to outgrow it. You go to the, the skate parks in California, it was like Led Zeppelin, Heart, um Van Halen playing And then there was this guy, Terry Nails, and he had went over to to Europe and he came back and brought punk rock with. And the next thing you know, all the skate parks are playing the Clash and the Ramones and the Damned and the Dead Boys and stuff like that. And then people start creating bands they are like, well, this is what we want to skate to. This is this is more our style. And then they're like, well, just like anything else, we can create it ourselves. Just, you know, and so it all correlated. And then people started dropping out then. It just got a little too, too little, uh, socially unacceptable for a lot of people. And just the, the stigma of like punk rock, especially back in the seventies and the eighties. And it just wasn't accepted. And then it just came down to the people that did it because that's what they love to do. You know, there's no money involved and the skate parks were, uh, they were all going under, and uh, people held on as long as they could, and then it was all backyard ramps. You know, there wasn't really such a thing as street skating. It was just you skated to where where you wanted to go, but it wasn't like tricks and stuff like that. And, and then, um, yeah, and then just years later, street skateboarding wow. just. Boomed, you know so. that's
2: kind of where i came in like a little after you because it was like the street skating started kind of curling you know i mean the mini ramp you know all the old powell videos and stuff was like well you can do tricks on the street before you get to the ramp and then it was like like you know everything all the skate parks were closing down and you might have one ramp in town but trying to get you know the parents to sign off and all of us little derelict kids, all cruising around in their, you know, in that neighborhood and making a bunch of ruckus. Right, it, you know, it got shut down pretty quick.
1: But. And then try, try being me, who's older. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and we're like the beer drinking, skate, yeah, you know, punk rock skateboarders, and uh, we want to ride the ride the ramp, but the parents, like, we don't want these people here. You, you know, to what sign I mean? the waiver, and uh, so that led to. Uh, Making your own stuff, you know, we'd build uh, launch ramps, and take them down to uh, the Jenny May's Donuts parking lot, that's across from the old SA on Front Street. And they're they're really cool. That they didn't they never kicked us out. They just let us skate, and we'd be down there day and day 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 and night. So
0: so let me ask you about that. Um, that's kind of what I was wanting to get to with it, with some of this stuff. Was um, not everybody wanted to do skating, oh, in no. their parking lot. So. It,
1: it was. I think it was 1985 is when the uh city first came up with the ordinance to ban skateboarding. They we it was a deal. The cops would see us and they would tell us like, "You know, this is the businesses are complaining. You know, you, you guys are not wanted on the streets here in downtown." I'm like, "We have every right to be here. This is, this is like everybody else does." We're riding our skateboards. Leave us alone. And then the city put the ordinance in, and we all went to the city council meeting. And uh, their their proposal was like, well, just just deal with us, and then we're going to work on it really hard. We're going to get you guys to skate park as soon as possible. So they, I think their their thought process is like, well, we'll tell them that, and then again, it's these people that are thinking it's just a fad. It's another toy. It's a yo-yo. They're gonna outgrow it. They won't even care about this in a year, but little do no, know. Here we are, you know, forty-some years yeah. later, and, and we're still doing it. And uh, so you—you
0: you actually went to a city council meeting to discuss. Yeah. Where you could and could not. Yeah, skate. and
1: they, there's a little calendar. There not a. a um, they have a little diagram of, of uh, downtown Mankato that they handed out and. Uh, yeah.
0: So kind of paint a picture for me, though, about this. Did you guys come in your, you know, leather jackets and holding your skateboards? And did you come in yeah, there and just try st- to?
1: Street clothes. Yeah. Some of our parents showed up. Oh, okay. You know, and, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, th- that's kind of the thing. It, it, it's like the skateboard community, they, they might look like there's a bunch of roughnecks, but the reality is there's a lot of really well educated people, well spoken people that may look a little rough. But they they held their own, you know. They they stood up. I'm not I'm not much, I'm not one for like social speaking, but they people got up there and held their own, and and you know they were well prepared t- to meet with the city council, and like I said, the city council, just yeah yes 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 yes, yes. thinking that it's just gonna it's not gonna be there.
0: But in your mind, you 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 feel like that was they were kind of placating you like you're not they're not really going to do anything they're just telling you what you want to hear for the moment yeah 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 exactly shut you up we'll
2: give you you know oh here's oh by next year maybe a year after you know we'll we'll work with you and then probably by then we'll get old enough to start chasing girls and you know getting into cars and then it'll be like yeah it was just a fad but that's you
1: know, the girls chased us because we were skateboarders. Well, to say, we're like, <laughs> <right>?
0: <laughs> so, what was the next step then? What what happened after that? Did you did did uh, you uh, like you said? You guys kept up. Uh, you kept skating. You kept up yeah. with that? Yeah. You... Myself,
1: I moved to the cities around so shortly after that. And then there was uh, Rob Norland. Yep. He is uh, he is the godsend to, to skateboarding. He was a young. I I always remember him as a young kid. And uh, he had a ramp in his backyard, and, and again, I don't think the parents really appreciated us <laughs> coming up there. <laughs> but he let us skate his ramp every once in a while, and he was such an advocate. and He was a go-getter, and he went, and he got petitions going, and he got money raised, and he is pretty much him. I would have to say, what do you think about that as far oh, yeah. as being the most pivotal in, in getting the the skate park going.
0: So, what year do you think this this was when you were? This was probably eighty nine, ninety, ninety.
1: Like yeah, okay. and then know he should be in here in a second, but uh, okay. he'll know a lot about this too. He's got a great uh, his lineage with skateboarding goes way back, and uh, I think it's amazing these people are still doing. Especially he he's a great skateboarder, yeah. and he's out there taking hits every day and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When when you say taking hits, you obviously mean yeah, not taking hits of no. He's slamming. He's sla- yeah, okay, we're right, slamming,
2: but. and you know, I mean, I'm st-
1: and and there he is, ladies and gentlemen, John Armendariz.
0: Yeah, for folks who uh, who are curious now, we have a third guest here who is joining us now. He's going to sit down. Go ahead your your mic is on there, so you're you're good cool. to go. You can take your mask off if you want. How you doing, Army? What up? Quite well. Good, yeah, good deal.
1: Just had my lunch. So, uh.
0: <laughs> Just pull that mic right up to your face there.
1: We were talking about, um. The history. Uh, the first. Uh, the skate park. Rob Norland. Probably. W- what year do you think that was? Oh,
3: geez. Mid to, mid to early
2: 90s? Yeah, does it say early. Because uh, it was. Early 90s. Yeah, I, I was. I sh- late
1: 80s, early
3: 90s. Uh see, when was. 90. Because it was Chris Carpenter's parents or dad donated the concrete, oh, I believe, okay. the slab. All right.
0: And Before then, we go any further, though, <laughs> give me your name.
3: John Armendariz. And
0: yes. you're from Mankato? Yep. Long-time skateboarder?
3: Yep. Okay. Since I was eight years old, so about 28 years.
2: still remember that nickname, you guys. You and uh, William's boys gave me. That was awesome. I don't remember. We were skating, <laughs> skating downtown, <laughs> MS, or the Civic Center. And there was the, that little block, that big block that was like overhead high. I mm-hmm. did, ollie laid off of it. And you go, Whoa, dude, you're the gnarler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there
3: you go. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, no,
2: I, I was remember. the gnarler for a while. You were the gnarler. It's <laughs> pretty rad.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just what the names, the stuff that people come up with. You know, own language, yeah, it's an it's, all, <laughs> it's something that, uh, if you're not a skateboarder, you probably don't understand. Like, the humor is because a lot of us are together so often, we got our own language and uh, mannerisms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's just because you're kind of outcast from, from most people and you just deal with it, it just really doesn't matter, you know. Like, well, let's cool ask
0: off. the new guy about that question. Um, We've talked a little bit about skateboard culture and, and how it's maybe not totally outcasts, but to a certain extent.
1: Yeah, I, it's, I, I think it's a little more socially acceptable. Not now. as much oh, yeah. as it used to be. Yeah, well, Did you
0: feel? What, what was your sense of uh, the skateboard culture back when you were starting?
3: Um, let's see. When I was, because I, when I started, I was just a little, a little guy, and I, um, it was more of a mode of transportation for me so I wasn't really into the the local scene the click of whoever until I had gone um I was skating towards Joe and Dan Williams house and there's that elementary school Franklin there and there's that bank to curb and there's all these older guys just (laughs) doing stuff and I was like whoa how do they do that because I just ride it Till I hit something and fall off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, so you'd sit there. I was a corner kid, they'd call me. I'd sit, sit off in the corner and just watch them for a little bit. Corner and kid? Corner kid? Like okay. you'd sit um, off in the corner yeah. and just watch them do their tricks because I didn't know how to do anything. And mm-hmm. then I would, they would leave or I would go back like late. I'm going yeah. off on a tangent here. What was the question? No, I was kidding. kidding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs>
0: Just, so, just talk about the culture. Like what? What do you did you see yourself as an outsider back then getting into it or
3: getting into it? I did until I started to talk to like Rob and Steve and realize that they're just. They're just big kids. They're skate, You know, they're skateboarders, too. They they didn't like sh- not want me to be there. They like accepted you if you were a skateboarder, you're. Part of the group,
1: yeah, I think that's especially since I'm ancient. <laughs> so, I'm not far behind <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing I notice when you get to the skate park: it, it's uh, age kind of gets thrown out the window, and no one really cares. Oh, yeah. And you're just there, and and you cheer each other on. Everybody wants everybody to do the best, and uh, there it doesn't. It just doesn't matter. All, all any social norms or whatever just is out the door. It's like, who cares? Like you're there to have fun everybody's there to have a good time and everyone like i said everyone really wants everyone to succeed and you know that's what it's about so i think that's just I always kind of been that way in the, in the skateboarding community just saw it's going to be and it mm-hmm. should always be that way i yeah. think yeah
0: has anybody been able to compare i know you've been you, you left mankato for a while but um all three of you have you ever been able to compare the mankato skateboard culture to other places it's a better or worse here the same is it pretty is it the same wherever you go
3: there are definitely stronger scenes like up in minneapolis and then of course yeah like in california where they have just the size size mainly and like
2: what what's i mean as far as if you take mankato just to minneapolis as far as like the size and what's out just the you know the terrain is there's just more spots you know kind of off in the you know whoa check that place out you know and here it's a little little bit more sparse so you just kind of you know have to go on certain times or you know bob and weave the cops or the security to get away with it so you know. um, but as far but, as but, like the yeah, people that the scene is definitely,
1: yeah everyone's pretty yeah you're welcome it's pretty like I said it's welcoming anywhere you know
2: well that was kind of the, the, the thing too was back back when we were growing up skating there was definitely a, a little bit of a different where you know you saw somebody wear a skateboard shirt and you looked down and you looked at their shoes and you would see them just gnarly roughed up holes in them and you yeah. immediately knew you didn't even have to ask just be like oh what board do you have or you know like what's your favorite company or something it was just that that I mean I was like I mean, when I even saw Army and, you know, them, they we just kind of met up on a whim. I was out street skating by myself, and it was just, we hung out all day, and I didn't even know his name till like, the next time. I was like, hey, dude, what was your name, <laughs> by the way? And, you know, <laughs> so it was just kind of, yeah.
3: There's this guy that's been coming to the skate park every Monday. He's been there, like, the past month, and I skate with him, and I couldn't tell you his name. Yeah. I would I asked him it but I forgot it. But the first three times he came though I didn't I didn't even ask his name. We just skated, had fun.
1: I think it's just a matter of there's so few of you. So few of us that are into it. It's like you kind of inherently become friends with Especially in Mankato. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the Midwest. It's hard. Um, the
3: winters and so
1: There was a half pipe that we rode in in the in the early middle eighties in Janesville, Minnesota. Uh, there's two brothers that that lived there. They owned this. They were really good skateboarders, but that was kind of the gathering spot. Uh, we'd meet the people from Oatana. There's the Sweary family. They would come. There's some other skaters from Oatana, and then us from Mankato. We would meet there on the weekends and cook out and and skate the half pipe or try to skate it, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. But you know that that's just how the people coming together, you know. And um,
0: so let me ask you about <coughs> the half pipe. There's not a lot of half pipes around. It's it, uh, there was. So how do you find places to do that kind of skating? I mean, there's no. a skate park, and you, you could probably half, go to the Twin Cities.
3: Like, do the, you mean half pipe as a vert yeah, or
1: vert half re- pipe? vert ramp? Okay. It was a big vert. This was, that was, I guess there's trends in skateboarding, right? Seventies was was uh, skate park bowl riding, snake oh, runs. Okay, the eighties came around, vert. and then it was vert vert skating. And then the late '80s, early '90s, it was street skating. But uh, what's
0: vert skating? What does that mean?
3: That's like the big half pipes, okay? That you see on vertical the, the on X the X Games,
0: games and
3: yeah. yep. <laughs> say that which is now transitioned into the mega ramp. Yeah. yeah, it's like a three story tall. And that's kind of what we ramp. wanted to do, is because
1: r- you read the magazines and you see these people, you know, sailing on these on these half pipes, and uh, you go and you try to emulate that, and and. Uh, Twenty thousand dollars for a, a ramp like that is kind of out of anyone's budget. Well, that's what I was
0: going to say. Is you, you, if you play a baseball, there's thirty-five fields in town where you can play. Exactly. If you play hockey, mm-hmm. you can get in a hockey rink. But if you want a skateboard like that, there's nowhere. No, there you know, is. Back in your day, there, that just didn't exist. No, so, no. Yeah, was... did you feel like there was kind of a struggle, or to to kind of Get accepted to an extent that the community would help you with facilities.
1: Yeah, we kind of just kind of knew that they're not going to help us. No, the community doesn't want us around. They don't care for what we're doing. It's it's not uh, it's not little league baseball. We are all kind of outcasts. Everyone yeah. looks a little different, um, and you just recognize that. And then it took someone like Rob Norlin that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little more pleasant looking, you know, <laughs> and uh, coming together, and and he did just just a, an amazing job, and Chris Carpenter and, mm-hmm. and those people back then. Um, that's what it takes. You need that uh, those people to come together and sell sell it to uh, the city. The city, exactly. And yeah. uh, like like I said, we we tried when we were younger. And they're like they're all yes, 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 And I think it just took a while for the city to realize that no, this isn't going anywhere. And then now you look at every little city's got a skate park, an obstacle or something like that to skate. Mankato it, and it's usually free, yeah Mankato a lot, Mankato, of, them, a lot we, of a
3: lot of smaller towns have free skate parks, yeah,
1: Mankato, we've got the pay to play. I, I mean, I, I don't mind it. Because we can afford it, but I feel bad for the for the kids, or the families that can't afford something like that. And uh, I think it's just uh, it should be accessible to everybody because it's just such a positive out outlet for kids, a way, a great way to release your energy. And and again, there's no coaches. It's in the camaraderie, the people you meet through skateboarding, that needs to be shared. You know, it needs. Yeah. Absolutely. To be out there, but uh, again, I, I don't see the city jumping at it anytime <laughs> too soon.
0: So what we're, I mean, just so we're clear, there is the skate park, the YMCA, mm-hmm. Ashley yeah. Skate Park. You have to, you have to pay to go there. Yep. Yeah. What? How much do you have to pay? Is it a membership uh, fee? Right or? now,
3: they're doing um, session time, so like one to three is like three bucks. But if you want to go the whole day, it's like eight. six or eight. eight. Yeah. are they yeah. doing
2: the session times now? Because they did for a while. It was eight bucks all day, and then this pandemic, um,
3: all that happened, and then it was. Yeah, they're not really doing the sessions, but they still have it as an option. Like you can pay three bucks oh, okay. skate for a couple hours. Cool.
1: Yeah, granted, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, but I if you're a, say, if yeah. you're a skateboarder, it's something that it really envelops you, and like you want to do that. I, I mean, now I just yeah. work and everything. Yeah. But but when I was younger. Every day, every day you want to skate. As soon as you get up, till the end of night, yeah. you know. And it's just some people don't have that well, I mean, I do. opportunity. I mean, yeah, I'm a I
2: single was, dad, and I mean, you know, my my son's three years old and almost four, and he's wants to be like dad. So you know, to go in to do a day, it's sixteen bucks. You know, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm doing that, and then you got to rent the pads, and that's an extra five bucks. So it's like, all right, I'm going to buy the pads, but then it's you know, sixteen bucks. You know, when he wants to go, yeah, for one day, and he wants to go. You know, every Friday day. when I get him, Saturday when you know there's thirty bucks yeah. every week. It's like
1: pff. I look at the cost of like skiing. I think it's like fifty dollars, fifty a, bucks. Yeah, a day, pretty much. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's that's kind of where I, I really don't want skateboarding to go that way. You yeah. know, it's like it, it should never be an elitist. Uh, you know, sort of. You need money to do this, and all yeah. you know, the right
3: clothes, and. I used to be one of those kids that couldn't afford to go to the park, too. Yeah. I would go to the park and basically beg Matt and um, Pat and those guys that worked the park yeah. at that time, like, can I skate? I mean, I'll pick up garbage, I'll clean the toilets, and they would find little like, odd jobs
2: yeah. for me, and then I would skate for the day. We'd pull then, our, you know, a couple of the old guys. I know me. I've I've paid for a couple of kids that, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, I paid for Army and a couple of the Williams brothers at the time, and, you know, you just see that... That energy and that stoke to get in there, but they're like,
3: I don't don't have it. And you're like, I didn't even know we had a park for the longest time. I was just street skated all the time, and then yeah, Joe and Dan Williams brought me to the park, and I was like, Whoa, what is this? (laughs) First day there, they used to have the big vert wall. Yeah, the vert, and I just was like, Oh, I can do that. Flop ran really really (laughs) fast through my board down and basically did like a backflip, landed on my hip and went home. (laughs) But you're still with it though, see? now Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I think that too is like just a lot of the the perseverance with just skateboarding. Like you know, I mean, we're not dumb. I mean, there's a lot of extremely I mean, bright, amazing, I mean, smart people.
3: We're but we're, we're also just a little little insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit because I mean, you know, same thing. What does that say? Okay. Do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. The definition yes. of insanity. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah. I I have people. At, well, it was me
3: last week trying to learn switch a switch 5.0 kept doing the same thing over and over and didn't change why, anything. It. I just kept doing it the same and I was just getting
2: mad. Well, I mean, I just got <laughs> done having, uh, you know, breaking my ankle for, you know, put a plate and three screws in there. And, you know, my I've got a 15 and a 14 year old daughter and they're like, dad, why don't you stop? And I was like, So you actually you know. were just
0: broke your ankle skateboarding. Yeah, just I just recently. did it in like,
2: uh, mid-August. And I just finally got out of the boot, and I went. Uh, and you went skating right away. No, I haven't gone skateboarding yet because it was it was a bad, extremely bad break. But I, I went snowboarding um, at a Spring Lake Park down the little hill okay. That's with a little my son and safer. Yeah, I got in there and I tried to jump, and when I landed, I was like, ah, I still need to rest a little bit. But <laughs> I just I want I I want to ride. It's yeah. just.
0: Wait. So you guys Thinking brought up this idea of a free skate park. Um, the, so the, the Chesley skate park is there. It's it, it, it's great if you can if you can afford it. Yeah, we got to give
1: some love to the Chesley family. Yeah, Betty she, Chesley. Yep, yep. She is. Uh, yeah, what an amazing person. Um, she was
3: super nice too. Every time I saw her,
0: <laughs> she did. hi. Yeah, she was great. At the same time, it sounds like you guys think there should be a free park in town.
3: Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to have not even a big one, but, like, most of the parks that are around that are free are, like, prefab, like, four feet and under, super low impact, super mellow transitions, and that's, like, the curvature of the ramp. Um, It'd be nice to have something like that where, like, somebody who is just starting out could, like, go and experiment and be like, okay, no, I can do this, now I'll go to the big park and pay and skate. Yeah, um,
1: I think that's an issue. Like, because, <laughs> it open, it'll yeah. open it
3: up to more people too. Like, if we had a free park when I was growing up, I probably would have not gone to the YMCA park for until winter time. Yeah, yeah. But so open it up once I winter. found out about it, I was there. <laughs> I, I just I'd like go there. I'd skate there after school. Try to get in. If I couldn't get in, I'd go skate MSU. Get kicked out. Go downtown. Get kicked out. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Just I was just thinking, day. like, like,
1: <laughs> like Grindline. It would, it would
3: keep kids off the streets, like, but, but
1: like Mellow Parks, yeah. and, and then some, some company like Grindline comes in, and cities give them this huge budget, and they build these huge bowls and stuff that kids aren't going to be, be yeah. able to ride. And like, you, you need to be a professional to.
3: They just did one in, didn't they, Weren't they the ones that just did the one up in Elliot?
1: Did they? I, I'm not. I'm not sure.
3: That's in Minneapolis, Elliott Park. That's like. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a but they do you know had, who did Eden
1: Prairie? That's a pretty.
3: pretty I do not uh, know who did Eden Prairie. Yeah. Eden think,
2: Prairie. Well, I know that there was what the uh, Dream.
1: Is um, it
3: DreamWorks or uh, DreamWorks? Yeah,
2: what? <laughs> know, was that yeah? Uh, what like was it? it's Nima Dream land. something, um, <laughs> Just, Dreamline or something. The uh, um, Osage and um, Red from the Portland area they that that whole thing Burnside is legendary in the skateboard community for DIY do-it-yourself skate park Mm -hmm. Um, they just had underneath the bridge kicked a bunch of trash in there and got some bags of concrete and just started making up a wall and then all of a sudden um, red at the time was just working for a construction company got a cement mixer was able to, you know, talk to the boss, got a backhoe or whatever, and then they just started learning how to build, and that was why I was saying, like, you know, well, we're bright because I mean we figure this stuff out. Like I learned how to weld, just figuring it out. Like,
3: yeah,
2: all right, gonna make a big mistake. Okay, now I learned. <laughs>
1: yeah, and there, and that'd be a great option too. Is if if we got some land from the city, to uh, do a do-it-yourself. That'd be awesome. And that's it, especially now with. A lot of us being older and people that have kids, it's it is a a family activity, I mm-hmm. guess. To teach your kid, you learn together yeah. how to build this obstacle and, and skate it. And uh.
0: do you think there's enough kids who would like if the city gave you land, which they will not do, by the way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but if they were to give you some land and said, "Here's an acre or two acres center of town, build your damn skate park," we're tired of hearing your voice bickering uh, bickering <sighs> at us. I think it, Are there well, enough kids I, to use it? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: There's a, a, a... I won't disclose the location, but there's a patch of concrete in town that a few people have been building stuff on, and there I would drive by after work sometimes just to check in on it, pick up garbage. There's like 15, 20 kids there, and it's only like a 50 by 30 plot of concrete. With ramps and rails that they've all made themselves, so there's a there's a scene here. They're just right. Uh,
1: One of the things we used to say when we were younger, when we go hard spots, is uh, (laughs) it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for for permission. permission. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: So we had one going a few like five or six years ago that we myself and a few others had put work in, and then we went there one day and all the concrete was tore up and I remember that one. Our rails were destroyed and we're yep. like well that's the end of that i've got to find somewhere else
2: hmm. but that was kind of the the whole like the i guess the plethora of skateboarding has always gone in a way you know like back when you know uh chuck started and then because i started in 87 and really got like super i got my first pro board at in 89 i still remember i can tell you to the i can tell you exactly to the penny how much that board cost i knew Everything, what grip tape, what board, trucks, wheels, bearings, and all that. And then uh, um, it was, like I said, it was just really, we were outcast. And then, you know, the popularity kind of came in. You know, the mid-'90s, it was a big boom. And people were like, whoa, this is cool. And then it crashed. And then now it, it's starting to get, you know, with the social media and the X Games and now the Olympics, people outside of skateboarding are seeing what you know? I mean, because honestly, like people say, oh, it's a sport, and I always argue. I'm like, well, it's a it's a lifestyle, it's a culture, it's but it's also you know we have our own deal. But then you see it in the Olympics, and like, oh, it's a sport. So maybe that'll kind of bring a little bit more. I think it's a sort of a
1: sport for those that are going to come in for a short while. Yeah, and then there's us that well, it's lifers. It, it it's those that uh, those. Thanks. Those of us that are in it for life, you know, we need these people that are going to come and go. We need them, yeah. their, their money or whatever to, to keep the, the parks or whatever going. And then, so we always have a spot. So.
2: But then you got the guys like, you know, Rob and the, <coughs> the guys up in third layer and, you know, all the, the guys that just, they've got business sense and they say, Hey, well, you know, what's, would this be, like you said, would this be impactful? Let's try it out. And, You know, it's always just kind of barge it, go, see what happens, and you know, and then the you know, and and I've seen scenes almost with like when I, because I grew up in Arizona, and I mean, there was I was like one of six kids that skated almost in the town, and then as it started progressing, street skating started happening. We started getting together, then other people started following, and then it just kind of. You got the those people that were like, "Whoa, this is really cool!" And then you know it just started to progress and grow and awesome.
0: You mentioned the Olympics. I wanted to. <laughs> I
2: knew that was going.
0: I, I, I wanted to ask you: Do you do you, do you think that's going to um, you know make a big difference in terms of the public accepting it and? Maybe there was an outcast image at some point. Do you think that might slowly fade away as it becomes more mainstream? I mean, there's nothing more mainstream than the Olympics.
1: I, I think uh, Tony Alva kind of summed it up best. They need us more than we need them. And let's think about what's going on with the Olympics. People are probably sick of seeing something like figure skating or archery or something. How, you know, the Olympic Committee is probably getting together they going, how are we going to jazz? How are we going to make this more marketable? You know, it's not necessarily about the uh, the quote-unquote sport. It's about how, how can they market it to make the Olympics profitable. But I right.
3: Do, but I do think it'll make it more acceptable. Yeah. And, and, it'll it'll be shine a little, little bit more light in the, you know, the... And that's not guys. necessarily
1: a bad thing. No, no, just, no not at all. I think just skateboarding is just... It's whatever you want to make of it. Right. You know, you don't need to follow the trends. You just... That's the beauty of skateboarding. It's always been that way. It's like you just do what you want to do, and and that goes back to again, like we were talking earlier about coaches and organized sports and stuff like that. Skateboarding's just not really going to have that. There's, I'm sure, there's the, the the dads at the park trying to coach their kids, and but to a certain extent, know. don't
0: don't you want to <laughs> want it to stay that way? I mean, it's it's it has its own. It has its own vibe. It has its own yeah, they, personality. I, I guess do you, you don't want coaches coming in to say, "Okay, we have a skateboard team now, yeah, and we'll all do it the same way." And here's how you are supposed to do it. Right? What, what you're saying is you learn it as you go. Yeah. On and the I think I think the core
1: skateboarding is always going to be there, and it's 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 never going to accept coaching. And it's and there's like, those people are going to come and go in skateboarding, <laughs> but there's going to be the people that that live it, and, and there's going to be kids that. That get into it because it is an Olympic sport, but there's kids that are gonna be into because they're outcasts, and they meet the right people, and they're like, "Yeah, we learn from each other, and we got some, we made some great friends." And there's other aspects of it. We always oh, we we return down to art and music now, and, and see a bigger picture than just like you know, it's a, it's a some sort of baseball game or little league, you know. So they, they, there's room for 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 everything in there, yeah. I
0: believe. Talk to me about your relationship with the police. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think we should go down the line. Yeah, I was gonna say where do I start?
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've I I myself I've been arrested several times, um, brought in, booked um, uh, a lot in Arizona, and then when I moved here, it was a little. I was a you know, it, it's kind of funny though because when I moved here, I was a, I was an adult, I was a dad, you know, so. It, you know, I'm out. Uh, I remember the first time I got a ticket, I was over at the uh, Harley-Davidson. They have the, a big, the, what we call a manual pad, like a big chunk of curb that you can do tricks all the way over. And it was 9, 9.30 at night. And I just parked and skated. before they were even open? Yeah. 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 And, you know, they police came over and stopped and you know had a hot head and of course I was like all right you're gonna come disrespect me I'm gonna give it right back you know like if he would have just said hey man you can't skate I'm, I'm 20 all right cool I'll I'll leave you know but he was just like what day you know he started firing off and I was like dude like I'm I'm playing with I'm, a yeah I'm yeah I'm skateboarding but I'm 20 years old dude just leave me alone I'm not hurting anybody there's nobody around you know and it was, of course, liability insurance kind of thing, but you know, a lot of it was, you know, when I got a little hot-headed and cocky, and you know, he decided that I might need to go and get picked up at the police station. So, okay. my record's pretty good as far as like skateboarding. My file's thick. Other than that, totally clean wrap, good to go. So <laughs>
3: that's good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: How about you,
0: Army?
3: My history with the police is pretty. It's not as that that wasn't a policeman. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say that's not a. I'm not even, that. Why yeah, was that it? was. Um, uh, I had been I've been kicked out of spots. I've ran from the cops. Um, I've never gotten a ticket for skateboarding. I've gotten my skateboard taken away once when I was in Minneapolis skating the U of M. Took it away and they said. Uh, Get your parents to call. You can get it back. And I'm like, all right. So I live with my grandparents. I get back. I'm like, hey, they took my skateboard. Can you call them? They're like, oh, good. They took it. Stop doing that now. And they just, you know, they didn't want to do anything about it. So um, I had talked to Linda Williams and Reggie Williams, and they are like, oh, we're going up to get Joe and Dan's because they took theirs, too. I was with them. And they're like, we'll get your boards. We'll get your board too and they go up there and um they got their two boards back, but my board and Charlie Wheeler's board, I believe. Had gotten donated to like some auction. <laughs> so like they didn't even they didn't even wait. They were just like, Oh, it's a skateboard, you can get rid of it. Um so that kinda left a sour taste in my mouth with the police. Um, I've been physically assaulted by a police officer in town um for quote-unquote skateboarding and trespassing on school property i was homeschooling at the time i had finished school for that for that semester so i was off for summer they were mankato west was still in for like another week but i would go to go to the shop hang out skate to west wait for my friends then go skate on my way there, I stopped to skate, broke my board. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go walk to West and sit on the bench and wait for him. I wasn't skateboarding. Somebody else was skateboarding. And the janitor had notified the police. And they left. And the policeman comes up and sees me. And, you know, I have yep. a skateboard. It's broken in half, but that doesn't matter. And, you know, accosted me, told me I was trespassing. And then the janitor came out and was like, whoa, what are you doing? Now? It wasn't him, it was this other kid. And blah, blah, blah. So I don't really care for police. Um, there was one cool police officer, my old, the how do you say it, liaison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, at East Allen Schmidt. Yep, good deal. Yeah. He uh, pulled up one time when I was, I've never been arrested, but I got handcuffed once for skateboarding when I was like 16. And they sat me on a curb in front of the old, that Irish pub down by the Civic Center it used to be there. Oh, uh, yeah, McGough's. Oh, me yeah. and McGough's, yep. I was sitting on a curb there, and they took my board, threw it in the trunk, and Officer Schmidt pulled up, and he's like, what are you doing? i right. like, well, just skateboarding. We're arresting him. And Alan was like, no, you're not. And he's was like, un- unhandcuffed with me. Give him his board back. Gave him my board back. He's like, walk it all the way home. And I'm like, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, those are my... By encounters with police, Chuck. Um, yeah, I, I think we really had it. Well, <laughs> well we had it really bad. Do
0: like, we have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chuck? Do we have time for your? Uh, yeah, there's, there's been <laughs> rundown. Yeah, you started it was many, the many, <laughs> Wild West.
1: Many, 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 many years. It's because we were f- fortunate enough to uh, right when the band started, and they're gonna use us. They're gonna set examples, and you know skateboarding we're not gonna stop you know until we we're it was cat and mouse we we're going downtown there's the spots we like to skate. we're gonna go there and you have someone on the lookout and you'd have to run there's a lot of running. I've been arrested too too many times to talk <laughs> yeah. about for for skateboarding and yeah they've they've taken my to confiscate your boards, you have to go to court uh you get charged. And then uh, you pay your fine. You can go get your skateboard out. But that that happened for for years, and I, it's been a loss to been I, I don't know if they're too uh, strict.
3: I do. They do still have the no skateboarding zone. I do know that, but they don't seem to mind if you're using it for transportation. As Not far with as all as the far long as I've boards noticed, and yeah. stuff going around, yeah. they use because yeah. I because I'll go I'll go out and push around downtown still to this yeah, day yeah. to skate certain spots, but if you, as long as you're not doing tricks, they don't really care. But
1: yeah, it, it was, nice. uh, they, they were on you. And I think a lot of the, a lot of the, the police liked <laughs> playing cat and mouse with you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, kept them busy. And, uh, probably my last run in with the cops was probably about five years ago, four or five years ago. And I was, uh, I was bombing Madison Avenue <laughs> Late at night, and it's, oh, I love, it's, it's, no, it's no cars, nothing. Uh, it was repaved, and it's just fun just to fly down that thing. So I'm flying down it, and I'm walking back up. All of a sudden, these cops come. did we just see you bombing that hill? And I thought they were going to, like, oh, that was really cool. You know, I thought that's what they were <laughs> going to say, but no. And then they see my dagger tattoo, and, and, they're, and they're like, what's that? And, and I'm just joking. I'm like, oh, it's my gang. Why would you say that? Yeah, what? No, I was just kidding. You know, I was laughing at him. You know, I'm like, uh, at the time, I was, I'm in my later forties. You know, I'm like, this is my form of exercise. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad at my age I can still get out here and do this. Oh, gang, huh? And they had me take my shirt off. They checked my ID. I'm like, what, what, what's going on here? And they're like, There's a lot of people with your last name that are in a lot of, that's in a lot of trouble. And we've got to make sure you're not one of them. Yeah, I just sat there. I'm like, this is not <laughs> happening right now. And yeah, eventually they let me go, but it it was a, it was a process, you know. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: I not had I been riding a bike down the hill, would they have done the same thing? Depends on how fast you're going. Yeah, right. I Suppose. But <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, anyways, yeah. It's uh, I I, I always I'm always gonna believe there's good in in everybody and in whatever. Even there's some good police out there, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't say that I dislike yeah. all the cops. A lot but... of them
3: are a lot more lenient now. And really um, nice. Like that, the spot I was talking about, the new DIY, had a, fem- a female officer pulling. We're like, oh, here it goes. We're getting kicked out. And she's like, I don't care that you guys are here. I think it's great. Um, we're just looking for somebody some... Like a runaway, I think they're looking for. Where, they go, they, where are they going to go? <laughs>
1: right.
3: Check the skateboarders. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he had been seen in the area, yeah, so I she was know. asking if we saw him, and we're like, no. And he's like, all right. She was like, okay, have a good day, and then she left, and we're like, oh, that was weird. But there are they're, they're they're more lenient now. Yeah, I, mean, I
1: just think that <laughs> it, it, we stood out as a target. Yeah. And then it's something, you know, uh, of course we're probably going to think the worst. So well, they can fill, they can they can uh, fill their quota if they get enough of us. You know, So, uh, again, I I think it's – again, with, with stuff like the Olympics, it's become a little more socially acceptable. But uh, who knows? It could change again and we'll be back to the it's outlaws. Always, yeah, it's know. always
2: up and down. I mean, yeah. you, know, you always have that influx and right. it jumped up in, uh, what, mid what, – like, what was it? It was 89, and that was the Bones Brigade era-ish to, so like – ninety one and then about ninety three it got real just what we call the horrible phase. It was like really, really big baggy pants and really tiny small wheels and attitudes with, you know, out outside people. We were just I mean, I've I can verbatim remember, you know, like hearing, you know, like Choice words and stuff. Oh, you skaters, you suck, and you know, running from jocks and, you know, the cowboys. Yeah, we got stuff. that yeah. in the in the early eighties. Yeah, it's was... like
1: you ski you'd, but probably about ten minutes. You get ten minutes at a spot and there were people that would drive around just looking for us. Yep. <laughs> and then you get surrounded and you'd have to run. It was like and then the cops come, they weren't gonna be on our side. Right. So it's like everybody was against you, and then and that kind of sparks it, too. Then you're like, all right, now we know we're somebody because we're ruffling. We're, we're <laughs> angering a lot of people, so we must be doing something right, you know. So when
0: you guys are – when you're skating outside of business, do you – and they don't want you there. Do you, do you feel like you should respect that? No, oh, absolutely. Uh, I,
1: I would now. When I, mean, I was yeah. younger, you're just so wrapped up in it. You're like, oh, you're like, oh come on. We're not, we're not trying to harm anything. But now with age – I'd be a little more respectful. I mean, there was always those times where
2: it's like, you know, I get, you know, if we're blazing back and forth, you know, running, you know, because a lot of it was, you know, the little strip malls and stuff, you know, you're flying down and, you know, some little old lady comes out from, you know, grocery shop and you blow into her and stuff. But a lot of it was just, you know, off the side loading docks behind, but it really came to, you know, people just didn't like, are seen and like our look, and then then it came in with the insurance and liability, and that's where it was like, you know, us being kids, we fall, break our arm. Parents see that they sue the, you know, Albertsons or Safeway or whatever at mm-hmm. the time, you know, and so that's where a lot of it, like, you know, where the cops kind of came in, and then uh,
0: just because those are those are real concerns. I oh mean, if yeah, it, yeah, if it's your business and that this happened and you get sued, I mean, that's a, that could put, potentially put you out of business at what I mean do you did any of that go through your mind though as a 16 oh, year old skater no, well no I mean you just like <laughs> no. you, you
2: know the the manager of the shopping you know whatever it's like don't I tell you punk kids not get it you know you can't skate here and we're like dude we're having fun we're not doing it like we're off to the side we're getting out of the way if we need to you know like just leave us alone well sure. you know you punk kids got to get out of here if you fall and you know you're Parents are gonna sue us, and we're like, dude, we know what we're doing. We know the risks involved. Like, I mean, like, I mean, uh, there hasn't been a true, day,
0: you know. But at your age, Chuck, do you have a different? Because <laughs> you, you, you get older, you've seen those exact things happen. People do sue people all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. People lose their businesses because of a lawsuit. It happens all the time. Yeah, right. So
1: uh, again, well, I mean, it's a balancing act. It is, and then like I said, with age, I'm a little more. Understanding of, of what is happening or what's going on there. I can argue both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but still, I understand the the kids and and like, you know, they're, they're they 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 want to keep doing that. So
3: yeah, um, I respect the both sides of it. Um, is it going to keep me from skating th- those places? If the spot's really good, absolutely not. I will skate it until they kick me out. No, I, uh, and I and I don't mean like like until the cops come. I mean, if somebody from the business comes out and says, "Hey, can you not do that?" I'll say, "No problem, uh-huh. all right," and I'll leave and I'll. Or you some, find times. Sometimes you know, I yeah. ask them, "When are you guys closed?" Yeah, when's <laughs> a I'll good time back. I can show back up or <laughs> yeah. or you know. And I mean, sometimes they'll fall for it, yeah. and other times they're just like, "Get out of here!" But, and and, and
1: then, <laughs> there we go. We we could we could. We could bring that back to the Olympics and, and like how it, how it's supposedly a sport, but still at the core of skateboarding, it's always going to be illegal because the spots that you want to skate, there's someone there telling you you can't do it, and we talk about uh, zones where there's skateboarding's banned, um, and a, a quote-unquote real skateboarder is gonna go barge that spot anyways i mean it's well that's
2: yeah that was kind of the, the other thing too it's like yeah we you know a lot of the you know the police officers city officials regular people or you know they see you skating outside and you know out on the streets is like we like to call it you know you're out on the streets you're you know doing your thing and you know you get kicked out well you know they've got a skate park why don't you go it's like yeah, to an extent But like like Chuck said We're the core skateboarders The, the guys that are not the, I live, breathe, and eat skateboarding Like that's all I watch All I want to do And so Going to the skate park It's it's great and you can learn stuff But then once you kind of learn that You want to take it out on yeah. the street
1: You, you want to ride that something guy. that's that's It's the thrill of, of skating something That's not meant for skateboarding
3: right. Think of it like a, like a MMA fighter training training for a fight. They they cut weight. They work on their ground game or their stand-up game. We do that at the skate park. If there's a ledge trick I want to do, I'll go to the park, and I'll practice it on the flat box for, well, nowadays, like a few days. <laughs> and And then I'll go out to a spot that I usually have in mind, and it becomes this... Like a like a fight or a playoff, it's part I'm of it. I'm gonna get the, this trick. The part the part that makes it fun is doing it on something that's not made for skateboarding, and that's why we do that. It's that it's like conquering that spot. And
1: yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, there was a quote, uh, uh, Craig Stessic, something about it ticked the mind of twelve year olds to make you know this playground. You know, it's through skateboarding, just stuff that's not meant to be skated. And then it's just how you look at, you know, it's like if, if I'm walking down the street, I notice things different. You know, it's like you first thing you think about, oh, is that skatable? You know, what's the oh. ground like? Oh, and then you look when I, to this day, if I'm driving around uh, warehouses and stuff like that, the first thing I'm looking for, oh, is there a bank? Like <laughs> you know, it's, lines the, disease. You're thinking about that, and you're you're looking at the color of the curbs. Are the curbs painted? <laughs> you know, it's well,
2: just, me and yeah, me and Matt Harding, um, who couldn't make it today, but uh, we coined uh, a joking, and we call it lines disease. Like there's <laughs> a, a quote in skateboarding is like putting a mul- multiple tricks together in a line. And you look at stuff in that frame, like oh, I could get a line there, I could, I could do that trick there, you know. And you just, I could go you up, yeah, you I have could go just off the
3: stairs and then hit that curb and then yeah. go up those next set of stairs. You just you
1: look at things totally different, totally differently, you know. Like
3: I got my wife looking at things totally different now. She sent <laughs> uh, no lie, she sent me a Snapchat a few weeks ago of a. Uh, she's like, look at this, and it was like some new ledge, and I'm like, oh thanks babe <laughs> yeah pin me in it
1: <laughs> <laughs> like friday it would have been a bummer because it's snowing so heavily you're like and then you're like well we'll go try to find the uh parking ramp and you got some spot and today is like oh it's beautiful out so you know it'd be a great day you could get mm-hmm. today would be a great day to get on skate you know and
3: go skate some curbs
1: yeah you find some place that's dry and let it go you know and like it's just it's just how you look at life. I think that just carries over. Skateboarding really gave you a different outlook on life, so I think at least myself and yeah. I'm sure you guys too. Most skateboarders you meet, they look at things a little differently and
0: uh, So you know. what do you guys think is the the, the the and I'll let you guys leave here in a minute here are at about an hour. What do you guys think is the future of skateboarding in Mankato specifically? Do you do you think it has a bright future here? Or do you think uh it doesn't? Is it going to peter out? Will there always be skateboarding in Mankato? There will always be oh,
1: skateboarding. Yeah. It's um, in one form or another. Um, mm-hmm. I think, just as being like the elder here, I think it's been handed down. I look at Edgar kind of, he was kind of the. I skateboard, like I said, I just probably started in 74, and I skated all around my neighborhood. And then I heard about the people from the West. That was Edgar, and scott tufte and jeff schnobrick uh rob botts and a few few people james trauger there's a few people that skated and then it was a community it's like wow and people are doing they're doing art and music and stuff like that and then you just learn things about camaraderie and stuff like that and uh and then now I look at the, these guys are quite a bit younger than myself, or not quite a bit but but younger <laughs> and I see how they carried skateboarding. It's just always getting passed down, and the beautiful thing about it is the people that are passing it down do such a great job of it that the younger generation has these people that they look up to to learn from and and i think it's I think it's in great hands Yeah.
3: This- as long as the skate park is still in town too, that's a big help to keeping mm-hmm. it going. There's right uh every Monday they've been doing a like a skate camp and there's at least seven or eight kids in the Monday sessions learning and
1: it's great. Just just I, I really like the interaction the kids have with each other and it's not a competition. It's it's really uh they they, they nurture each other. They cheer each other on They make everybody feel accepted and, and comfortable and uh the thrill you know someone pulling the trick there everyone's there just yeah. screaming and yelling mm-hmm. hugging handshakes and that's got to be the greatest feeling for a young kid
2: when you see no. that you see that look like just right off the bat when they you know they're trying something and next thing you know they they finally you know they spent you know hours days weeks months sometimes (laughs) depending and all of a sudden you're just there that one day and they make it and you just see that light and you just like and you can see the difference but there's that one kid that just goes in you're like there's a lifer right there like he found the bug and he or she yeah Yeah. i would say or he yeah she but uh (laughs) um and that that's the other thing too the 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 progression of skateboarding and the the acceptance and and girls and women getting into skateboarding and progressing is awesome it's just like that the future is looking really really good for skateboarding especially in mankato like i go up and i see a new kid and whoa, i haven't been here for a couple weeks and all of a sudden there's like two or three new dudes you know rolling and you know and and you give them the you know The little basic, the rundown, like, hey, those shoes, those aren't aren't the best. You should buy these, or you know, you. And it's super cool. You see them light up when you give them a little, you know, kind of a tutorial, like, hey, you should do this, and it's, you know, and then you just see them the next time, and they're just.
1: Again, it's it's just the that's a great place for kids to go and and be around other kids that aren't going to be judgmental, uh, skateboarding is not at least there, you know, they really exemplify that it's not a competition as much as it's, it's, it's friendship and pushing each other to succeed. Yeah. And that's, I I really love that about the kids up there and, uh, yeah. And and you guys and the, and and the people that have been carrying on the tradition of skateboarding, y'all did a great job, I I, I think so.
0: All right. Well, I think we're done here guys. All right. Well, thanks for hey, having Rob, us. Thanks, me. thanks thank you. a lot. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, thank you. much for, for coming out today. Absolutely. It's been great.
3: Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to go skate.